Hello and welcome to episode three of Cutting It Close with Cliff Bailey. I am your host, Cliff Bailey. So this week we've got Marcelo Palacios on here. Oh, geez, I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, well, I know it's Marcelo. Uh, Palacios? Palacios? Um, yeah. He is a local actor here in Honolulu. I met him uh, the same time I met Jaina, actually, at the uh, Hawaii Filmmakers Collective pitch meeting uh, February 2016. Uh, he is the definition of hardworking. Uh, he uh, grew up in a family of entertainers, which, uh, you know, we'll hear about here. And um, he uh, decided to, instead of uh, continue the stage, tradi stage tradition, uh, when he came out here to Hawaii, uh, one day he decided he didn't want to leave and uh, began pursuing his acting career. Um, he is a self-made man, uh, also married with children, and uh, is able to, you know, work that out. And that's a common thread I'm seeing is that these folks who are are starting over, you know, oh, starting over. I don't know if that's the right term, but kind of going after this this uh, career later in life, um, all have the support of their spouses and families, and that's just really wonderful to see. And, um, you know, I couldn't do this without the support of my wonderful wife, Jenny. Hey, babe. Love ya. And, uh, you know, I'm sure if Stormy could talk our one-year-old son and knew what was going on, he would support it too, I, I hope. Anyway, uh, Marcelo was uh, great to talk to. It was the first time we really got to sit down and uh, talk about things and have a conversation. Uh, he's been involved in so many projects on the island, and uh, he's currently filming a feature um, public art, so uh, that should be coming out later this year. Check it out. You can follow Marcelo on the Instagram and the tweets at Marcelo the Actor. That's M A R C E L O the Actor. Marcelo the Actor. And uh, yeah, really enjoy the conversation with him. I hope you do too. Uh, please do consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Cutting It Close. Uh, any dollar amount would be great. And, uh, you know, we need your support to keep the movement going uh, to, you know, keep up, you know, the, these these guests, guest spots, because uh, I really enjoy having these conversations with them. I hope you do, too. Uh, if you don't, just uh, please at least like it on the platform you're listening it on, listening, listening to it on, um, you know, leave comments and reviews and share it with your friends if you think they would enjoy this as well. So, uh yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, here we go with Marcelo. And real quick addition, I do need to apologize. This is the first episode. I didn't wear earphones, and I didn't realize how obnoxious my breathing was. I sound like a freaking mouth breather on this, so I do apologize. But hey, that's where Patreon dollars can come in to help get windscreens and better stands and stuff. <laughs> and I could just be a little more uh, attentive and stuff. So yeah, I do apologize. This I think this is the only episode where that happens. Um, but uh, otherwise, it's pretty good. So here we go. And I firmly believe that we all benefit from hearing... Ah, testing, testing, one, two. Oh, sound great. Sound testing, great. one, two. Yeah. Do I have do I have to, can I talk back here or? Yeah, yeah I think do that'd I be fine. Ah. Should I talk here? Uh, whatever you're comfortable with. Right. Yeah, it sounds okay from there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, thank you. Nope. Let, tell me when you're ready so I can turn it off. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you can press record. Is that little green? Yeah, that little red button there. 
Mm -mm. It's manual. It's that little ring in the front. Okay. It's yeah. You you actually need magic lantern on that. Oh, okay. So you can get the zebras and. Okay. Yeah. 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 That that's on the the black magic that I have, and I never uh, realized what exactly that was for until I saw it. I was like, "What the heck is that?" And then I looked it up, and it's like, "That's super." Actually, it's zebras for like um, brightness or exposure, and then something else like it turns green when it's in focus. Okay. Is that the same thing? That's what you want. As yeah, magic lantern. I, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so you're um, an actor, yes. local actor. Yes. And um, how, first off, how did you get to Hawaii? Because your accent is not quite Hawaiian. Um, I am from Miami. Miami. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. Not Ohio. Of course, not Ohio. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, how did you end up in Hawaii? I came to visit a friend, uh, I think it was 1995, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I came here to surf, oh. and uh, fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah. Went back to Florida. Mm -hmm. Surf sucks, mm. and uh, just wanted to come back yeah. and open up a surf shop, which I did. Oh, I cool. came back ten years later. Okay, how long ago was that from now? Um, I came back in 2005. Okay. I moved here in 2005. Okay. Started the surf shop. Yeah. And the surf shop I opened in uh, 2009. Okay. Yeah. I had it for three years. Uh-huh. And then I uh, moved to California. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I uh, moved uh, back. Okay. Yeah. So how did you go from surfing, surf shop owning and running to acting? I've always been... Um, I've always been an entertainer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my parents were entertainers, hmm. uh, and I grew up in it. Okay. Yeah. My father was a show producer. Neat. And he um, was also the star of a flamenco show that he had for many, many, many years. Wow. And he produced shows mm -hmm. as well. Um, so I grew up in that industry. Awesome. Um, met lots of uh, important people, mm -hmm. grew up in hotels, mm -hmm. and um, in my 20s, I decided to become an actor. Okay. And that was uh, 20 years ago. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I stopped after a while because it was hard and I wasn't making any money, and mm -hmm. I got a job, and... And I was making money, so I was happy, and I did that. Mm -hmm. And about, about four years ago, mm -hmm. I realized that I wasn't happy. Oh, okay. And I went into a deep search mm. as to what was going on mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came to the conclusion that... Uh, I wasn't happy doing what I was doing, mm. the life that I was leading, aside from surfing, which was the best thing that uh, I was doing. Um, I wasn't happy. Mm. So I realized that uh, I wanted to be an actor. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted to do, and I stopped. And I didn't want to reach my you know, grave and... Mm. 
and not have accomplished my dreams. Right. No regrets. Yeah. Don't want to have any exactly. regrets. I, exactly. I understand that. So I dove in real hard, uh, mm. and I, I I did something which I never did before, which was I got trained, and mm. I've, I've been studying, and I've been just eating, breathing, living, uh, acting mm-hmm. ever since. And film acting, uh, not too much theater acting. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like um, you mentioned the Flamenco show. So your father was a, like a live show stage producer? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 That's yes. cool. And Flamenco? Flamenco. That's yeah, So awesome. was my mom. Oh, okay. That's how they met. Nice. Yeah. Was she also on the produ- production side or yeah, a dancer? Yeah, he, he casted her as okay. a dancer, and uh, they fell in love and got <laughs> married and had me. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, yeah, Jaina, who was on um, last week, she um, was kind of similar. Um, she was actually managing a restaurant, and she hired her husband, and then they fell in love. And no. So not quite the same, but kind of similar. <laughs> yeah. So that deep search you're talking about, um, what all did that entail? If you don't mind me asking, like, is there a spiritual element to that, or is it just intro- <clears throat> deep introspection, or like, what was that like? In 2000, 2000, I think it was 2011, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. No, wait a minute, I'm sorry, 2009. Okay. Um, I moved to California, and I worked for the U.S. Army oh. as a role player. Oh, at their, oh, shit, sorry. No, that's okay. I worked at the National Training Center. Okay. Uh, and I, I was a role player. I, it was very organic. Mm. Uh, I helped train soldiers. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the most uh, important things I've ever done. Mm. Uh, because the work that I was doing uh, was helping save lives, and I, tru- mm. I truly believe it. That's uh, awesome. It was a cultural training. Ah. I ha- I'm, I'm, my father's from Spain, and mm. the Moors were in Spain many, many years ago, mm. and there's a mixture of bloods in Spain, mm. ta- you know, Roman and Arabic and everything else. Mm-hmm. So there's a little. I have a little bit of uh, Arabic in my blood. So, Interesting. Yeah. So I kind of look like you know someone huh. from the Middle East, mm-hmm. even though I'm not. I can kind of see that now that you mention it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, f- you know, fit in very well there. I I got you know uh, dressed in in their uh, national garbs mm-hmm. and uh, it was great. Uh, uh, it was cultural training. So I was I was trained to train soldiers. Right. So um, during the trainer, I w- th- during the training, I did certain things that would trigger uh, the young men to react a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if they did the right thing, then good. If they did the wrong thing, then mm-hmm. they would go into their after meetings and right. uh, they would get chewed. Mm-hmm. And, and they said, "Don't do that." And a lot of the, a lot of that stuff uh, that they got chewed on was. Uh, they would uh, break into homes, uh, and this is all make believe, right? But of they, it was it was very realistic training. Mm-hmm. But they would break into the homes uh, that we lived in, and they would touch my make believe wife. Ah, uh, you know, and, and you can't do that mm-hmm. over there yeah. in uh, Afghanistan or Iraq. Right, right. Um, so uh, you know, we did things that would trigger their reaction, mm-hmm. so that they would do the wrong thing and then that way they, they would learn from that. Right. Because it's better to do it here while <laughs> during the training than to do it overseas and yeah. then uh, survive here. Yeah. As opposed to possibly being killed there. Yeah. You know, 
because what happened was that the the husbands mm-hmm. uh, would want to kill the soldiers, right? Because they would touch they would touch the women. Yeah, and this was at the, at the beginning of the war, mm-hmm. and uh, they because the soldiers didn't know what they were doing. So, um, so the husband would come after the soldiers, and the soldiers have a gun, so mm. uh, the soldiers would kill the husband, and then. Everyone got upset at, mm-hmm. at the soldiers and the, at, the, at the United States. Yeah. So it, it wasn't good for uh, the relationship. Right. So um, it helped save lives mm-hmm. in, in that aspect. And there were okay. other, other things, many other scenarios that, that, that we did mm-hmm. that uh, helped save lives. Right so. on. That's awesome. Um, how long did you do that? I did that for four years. Okay. And when I came back, long story short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I came back to Hawaii, I realized that uh, I really enjoyed doing that. Mm-hmm. And what was so incredible about it was that I was acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very organic, but there was no script, mm-hmm. but I was acting. So all improv? All improv. Okay. All improv, nice. yes. And then, you know, you, you learn some of the language, and then you you know, you know have mm-hmm. to sound like you're from, from wherever. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, it's a little bit of acting. So over here, uh, I, I, I was. That's when I, I began my search. And okay. I realized what what is it that I want to do. Yeah. Know, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I come from a family of entertainers. Mm. I, I I've always been around that. I, I I know what it is. I know what it feels like. Sure, and it's in your blood. It is, and yeah. and uh, it was uh, uh, very or you know. Easy transition to mm. you know it, it was just something that it was okay you know duh you mm-hmm. know of course this is this is what I'm meant to do mm-hmm. you know, so. yeah I remember when um, I first encountered you at uh, Hawaii Filmmakers Collective um, you're billing yourself as an actor but also as a cameraman I think a light or gaffer um, sound guy I don't know the actual term <laughs> a boom operator yeah uh, yeah and sound, such. sound. Um, so you've trained yourself up in like all these other disciplines as well. It sounds like. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a professional. Okay. <laughs> but I can hold a boom. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I do enjoy some of the technical aspects of photography mm-hmm. and, and uh, filmmaking, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't do it professionally at all. Okay. And, yeah, and uh, it's it's just for, it's I do it mostly for me so that I can um, shoot. Myself doing certain things. Uh, okay, and it's good, good practice. Sure, uh, I think that's something that all actors should do. Mm. Uh, hint, hint. <laughs> um, if you are a film actor and you're beginning, uh, that's great practice. Mm. Get your camera and start filming yourself. And, yeah, and yeah. see what you look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, have so aside from that, you've been like pretty busy with acting gigs too. Yeah. I wouldn't say very busy, okay. but I have tried to keep myself uh, as busy as I can, right. given that we, we live in a market that uh, doesn't have a, a lot of the Hollywood influence mm-hmm. uh, or the, the projects right. that exist in, in the mainland. Mm-hmm. But there's independent films being shot here right. and uh, student films. Mm-hmm. I haven't done many student films. I've done mostly independent films, and I'm okay. I'm, I'm working on a feature right now. Oh yeah, and uh, it's it, it, we've be, we've been shooting it for two months. Mm. I played the lead the lead character in the movie. Awesome, and we are shooting it like twice 
a week. Okay. So that's why it's taken so, so of long. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, Can you talk about that project at all? Yeah, sure, sure. It's okay. uh, uh, tell you a little bit about it. It's yeah. a movie about photography. Oh, cool. I play a photographer mm-hmm. who struggles with the uh, um, question of uh, whether he he's an artist or not. Oh. So there's a lot of people that don't think photography is art. Mm-hmm. And some people that think it is. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it deals with that aspect of, of uh, storytelling. Is, is uh, um, someone that just takes a picture, mm-hmm. an, an artist, mm-hmm. you know, how does, how does a, a picture become art? Yeah. What, what is it? You know, so that all that is talked about and explored in, in the movie. Nice. I don't want to give too much of it. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's exciting. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and um, I recently had, uh, one, I was a one-day player at uh, Mitch Viernes. Uh, oh, yeah. Water Like Fire. Mm-hmm. I play uh, Dr. Morris. Cool. And that was very fun. I always mm-hmm. wanted to work with uh, Mitch. Okay. And uh, that was that was great. Awesome. I hope to do it again. Yeah, yeah he's 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 a he's a good talent. He, I think he's uh, gonna if he keeps going uh, mm. hard. I think he might end up somewhere. Nice, because that so. what he's working on is a um, like an anthology film, mm-hmm. like with like four stories in it. Is that right? Yeah, they're all f- they're all dramatic, very dramatic. Okay, which is good, right? Sure. Uh, People love drama. Yeah. <laughs> I think what he's trying to do is he tr- he's trying to package four short films mm-hmm. into uh, an anthology package that he's then going to use to uh, promote himself mm-hmm. in you know in the big leagues. Yeah, like festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, cool. Uh, did you do Paradise Justice also? I did yeah. What um, role did you play in that? I played Dimitri. Okay. Uh, I think. I think he's from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and uh, th- that was uh, that was a lot of fun. I like action. Mm. It's probably my favorite. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you like about action? It's just fun. It's it's <laughs> like you're running around with guns and knives, and yeah. and uh, you get to be you know play bad guy or you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like I like playing bad guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I hear a lot of people enjoy that. I enjoy that when I've I've done acting in a while. But um, that that is fun because you just kind of get to disappear into the role, and because you always have to be good, you know. Like it's you know the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, and be nice, and you just want to be a decent human being. But sometimes it's fun just to yeah. relish in that naughty side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's hard to play uh, a good bad guy. Oh like, yeah, I, I think so. Okay, um, how so? Well. Uh, a lot of ba- a lot of bad guys don't think they're bad. True, right? So right. You just have to sometimes you just have to play mm-hmm. play like you're a good guy, but you just be- you strongly believe in 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 what you're doing, right? right? And what you're doing is probably not a good thing, but mm-hmm. but you think it is. Yeah, you think it's the the right thing to do, and you'll do anything to get it, right? Yeah. Okay. So I think to to get to that point, uh, mm. you gotta you gotta you gotta be good at storytelling. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I'm good at storytelling. <laughs> I'm just saying I like doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, do you have a particular method or process uh, for getting into a character like that, or any character? Yes. Um, starts with a script. Sure. Yeah. You mm-hmm. just figure out 
what is it that your character wants mm-hmm. and what's standing in his way and how mm-hmm. you're going to get it. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and then um, you you try and create a character that is interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, it takes a lot of imagination and, mm-hmm. and, and y- there's a lot of trial and error and some things work, some things don't work. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you just... Just keep going, going, going until you you know you you think you've found something, and then you you go with it. You gotta go with your gut instinct. Mm-hmm. How much of that do you come up with on your own, and how much of that do you get from the director? Mm, I think. Or does it vary from project to project? Also, well, the director will will sometimes will have a say on. Okay, you're, you're this type of person, and mm-hmm. and uh, this is this is how I want you to do it, mm-hmm. and then you try to please the director. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the directors say, you know, here's a script and um, figure it out. Figure it out, which happened <laughs> a couple times, which wow. was really great because I had the freedom to do whatever I wanted. Okay, and uh, it's usually better that way. Okay. For me, it is. Sure. Than having to try and portray someone's uh, idea. Okay. Because yeah, it's their idea, not my idea. Mm. So I have mm-hmm. to I have to work harder at, yeah. at trying to please them. Okay. I just finished a, um, a directing class uh, at UH. And um, like stuff, I, I've, I started making short films when I was in high school, middle school, high school. And then um, first time I was at college, uh, did some short films then and over the years, every now and then. So I was kind of self-taught, and there's just a lot I didn't really understand about it. And so this class really opened up a lot of things. And the thing that really struck me is how much, how, how collaborative it, it really, you know, in an ideal situation is, where um, the director has like a vision and can communicate it to his or her actors and then, you know, they, you know, take that. And not necessarily like where, I think what you're describing, like where um, they say they want everything like a certain way. They want you to behave, you know, like very specifically, in a very specific way. And that leaves you no room to bring your own self, bring your own stuff to the table. But rather just say like, you know, this is the motivation. And uh, then let you say, okay, but what if I do this? And then the director could be either like, well, yeah, or like, well, no, or like, let's try that and let's try another take the other way, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I used to be of the mindset like the director has to, um, has to make everything a, cert- a certain way. And that uh, collaboration just invited chaos onto the set. You know, like, and you know, hearing about the nightmare scenarios where they could get into knockdown, drag out fights, or I forget specific stories, but stories where actors refuse to talk to directors and vice versa, um, and so that ends up going through like the second unit director or something or assistant director. So yeah, I'm just curious because there's so much you can learn in a class, but when you're actually doing it, like you are, then everything changes. That's been my experience. Oh yeah, in it's, in life in general, it's usually how school works. Mm-hmm. You go to school, you you you're taught how to do things, and mm-hmm. they they have a structure. But uh, when you get out to the real world, it's mm. it's not school anymore. Right, you're dealing with people mm-hmm. and uh, uh, personalities and uh, your reputation. Right, and uh, it's. 
it's a little more serious mm. and, and the rules are different. And mm. there's a lot of things that happen in the real world that don't they don't teach you in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why that is, mm. but uh, I think schools should do a better job of getting their students ready for the real world. You know, mm. it's, it seems like a, a lot of the, and I'm not, I'm not talking about anybody in specific, sure. but in general, it mm-hmm. seems like, in my experience, mm-hmm. when you go to school for something, mm-hmm. they kind of sugarcoat everything and mm. <laughs> they give you a very general idea of things. Yeah. And then uh, the real world is the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've really gotten that sense from, from UH, and I know you weren't calling like anyone out or anything, but I feel like um, they're pretty good in the classes I've taken so far about like not creating any illusion that it's going to be easy because the classes themselves are hard, uh, very, very challenging, I should say. Um, but also I think maybe there are some things you can't really account for in a classroom, like my approach. And I think I have an advantage in that I'm in my thirties in school again. (laughs) So I have some life experience. Um, it seems like, the best thing you can you can take from from a, a formal education is a, f- a foundation of principles and processes that you know can work in any given situation. And then when you get into a situation, you learn how to apply them differently. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. think. I think that's what that's what most schools try to do. Because mm. you have so many different personalities in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Talking about students, mm-hmm. uh, they have to be very general and mm. and uh, political. Mm-hmm. So um, mm. I can I can I, I see that, in, and in the, and the uh, the things that um, they don't teach you in school are things like uh, well your personality might not be a good personality for that mm. uh, that you're trying to do right. Uh, and and you don't realize that until after you've gotten out of school and you try and and uh, go after what you want and mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's not going well for you because you don't you you don't fit in well mm-hmm. um, and and that's when uh, you know people realize well maybe I should go this route and mm-hmm. they thought they were gonna be X and they end up being whatever mm-hmm. you know? yeah. Are you going to say something? Nope. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, when you were coming in, you mentioned uh, you have two kids? Yes. Uh, seven and eight? Yes. Okay. Awesome. And so I'm just curious uh, if you don't mind. So then I uh, assume a wife was involved, or a woman at least. Yes. In the I birthing. Am, I'm, I'm married. Awesome. Um, what's the story there? How did you two meet? How long have you been married? Or we, together? As I know, you don't always have to be married. Ten years we've been together. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. We, thanks. We met here in Hawaii. Nice. Yeah, she uh, was a beautiful army nurse, which Ooh. she's still beautiful. Uh-huh. And uh, I was working it, at the Alikai uh, catamaran. So okay. I was, uh, I was managing the it's a dinner cruise. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's mainly, mainly a tourist attraction. You know? mm-hmm. uh, every evening, the boat goes out to the ocean, mm-hmm. and it's got a buffet, uh, it's got a bar, mm-hmm. and it's got a Polynesian show. Nice. And my wife was a guest, mm-hmm. and uh, we just couldn't stop staring at <laughs> each other. Nice. And uh, we chatted. Okay. And gave her my number. Nice. And she called me back. Ooh. <laughs> so right we've on. been dating ever since. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Very she cool. was a 
She, you know, uh, uh, she's very supportive. Mm. I, I gotta say, um, that's super great. Yeah, you need that as an actor. Absolutely, I don't see how anyone could do it without it. Yeah, yeah. She she supports me, and um, she is happy that I am going after what I want to do, what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what else can I ask for? I have mm-hmm. you know, a very supportive uh, wife and beautiful children, and awesome. and. Uh, it's it's what if if you don't have that support at home as an actor you mm-hmm. you're not gonna go anywhere. I've I've unfortunately met some people I'm not gonna uh, name anyone, yeah. but um, you have I've heard that their situation at home is not the best mm-hmm. for for what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's it's impossible almost to mm-hmm. maintain a relationship. Mm-hmm. Or maintain that kind of relationship, and then be successful as an actor. You gotta sometimes you gotta choose mm-hmm. what it is that you want to do, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's not easy. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I've got that similar support from my wife. She's been very supportive of me pursuing this. Yeah. Um, you know, going back to school, uh, even this podcast. You know, I mean, I definitely wouldn't do it if she wasn't okay with it. But um, yeah, that's huge. It's huge. She always supported you in this. Always. Always. Yeah, she supported me in uh, anything I ever wanted to do. Nice. Yeah. That's great, man. Uh, is she still um, uh, army nurse? She is uh, getting out. Okay. Yeah. Right she's now. Gonna, she in the, she's in the wounded warrior uh, program. She's got oh. a lot of um, PTSD, and she's got mm. some stuff she's working through. Sure. Poor thing, and uh, she's seen a lot. And uh, yeah, so uh, she'll be getting out uh, sometime this year. Okay. And uh, the plan is uh, to move to Los Angeles. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. When, okay. when she gets out. Mm-hmm. So we'll move the whole family out there, and I'll, I'll uh, continue my, hopefully, what will be a successful career mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's we'll awesome. see. Yeah, man. That's exciting. It that's is. exciting, yeah. Um, is there any kind of, like, particular role you prefer? Over, well, we am talking about playing the bad guy. Um mm, or any p- kind of film, I guess, any kind of genre you prefer. Well, oh, you said action too. I'm sorry. Action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love action. I, uh-huh. But uh, I want to do it all. Okay. You know, like most actors, uh, you want to do it all. You want to mm. do comedy. You want to do drama. Mm-hmm. You want to do action. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too crazy about uh, horror. Okay. Not too crazy about mm. it. But uh, yeah, why not? I mean, hmm. look at. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Uh-huh. He had a few, uh, you know, movies like that earlier in his career, and, mm-hmm. and it did it did well for him. So. Do you mean horror like as in gore, or horror as in actual scary? Gore. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I, I see a definite difference. Uh, like um, scary movies, I, I love good scary movies unless they really really scare me, which The Conjuring Two did. Have, have you seen that? No. Oh my God! Um, just this striking image of this nun, which is a—it's actually a demon nun, um, which um, terrifies a family. And um, yeah, it's. Whew, I had nightmares for a while. <laughs> I haven't felt that scared since I was a kid. Yeah, I'd love to play a vampire. Oh yeah, okay. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's been your favorite role so far? My favorite favorite role so far. Um, Whatever comes to mind first. I think. Um, I think hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I, I like them all. Yeah. I, 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 
like for example, the movie I'm doing right now. Yeah, it's it's, it's so different from anything I've ever done. Yeah, and uh, I'm en- I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, not action at all. Mm-hmm. It's, sure, it's uh, more of a, a very thought provoking movie, and mm. there's a, a love story in it, and a couple love stories in it. Okay, yeah, so. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy running around with guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I I would have to say uh, I did a movie uh, in my 20s, mm. uh, which was called Walk the Walk. Mm. And I I played a character called Dino Diablo. Okay. And he was kind of a James Bond uh, type of a character. Mm-hmm. And uh, he dressed nice. Mm-hmm. And he had a gun. Nice. And he had girls. Mm-hmm. I think that that kind of a uh, uh, character I I, I love mm. that kind of that kind of uh, movie mm-hmm. with action and and uh, you know, and girls I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't like that yeah but yeah um, yeah that would probably be my my favorite my favorite one okay um, you also have a scene that you wrote and directed and produced yourself right. Where it's an interrogation scene? Yes, it's an interrogation. Uh, I called it Convict because mm-hmm. I play a convict. Okay. And it is a short scene I wrote, produced. Yeah. I directed it mm-hmm. and I started it. <laughs> and uh, it's um, really the only thing I've ever done that I've put out mm-hmm. uh, for people to see. Mm. I so just I was just inspired... One morning, and I started writing it, mm-hmm. and I said I wanted to do something short that mm-hmm. I can do, mm-hmm. and I was trying to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And the idea was I had been thinking about about doing this for, you know, for a couple of weeks. Mm. What I wanted to do is I wanted to do something short, but try to do it with a lot of produ- with as much production value as I as I could, absolutely, given the budget I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, my idea was. Try to do something small mm-hmm. but good. Yes. Instead of trying to do something big mm-hmm. but not good. Yeah. So I I, I bought a, a, a prison garbs, mm-hmm. a prisoner garbs, and um, I cast it. My friend Dante in it. Okay. He was perfect for that role, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we talked about it, and and uh, you know, I think there's a there's like a chain with a hook. It's in the scene for like a few seconds. That's mm-hmm. the, all that stuff. I went out and and, and bought and nice. and the uh, the backdrop, mm-hmm. which is blurred out. Um, there's a lot of stuff in there that uh, that gives it production value. Yeah, yeah. And we shot it at my garage. Nice. And you wouldn't you wouldn't know. I had no idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was the idea. Yeah. So, that was it to try and do something like that. It's very well done. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I've I'm, I'm watched it, and it's been I think when you first uh, posted it, maybe in a couple times since then. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah was, <laughs> my friend Greg helped uh, shoot that. Okay, uh, and um, he's actually the person that wrote and is directing and co-producing with me this new movie. The it's called Public Art. Oh, cool. The feature okay. that uh, I'm working on right now. Nice. Nice. So he's, he's a great person to collaborate with. Awesome. Yeah. Greg. Greg. I think I know him. Greg. What's his last name? Greg Keast. 
Maybe not. Is he? Uh, Nobody knows him. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I, I know a Greg. Maybe that's his character's name. Involved with um, Diamonds Project, Potluck with Mooch. Yeah, he's not involved with that. Okay, okay, okay. Right on. Cool. Um, I was actually in in uh, the set of Potluck. With oh yeah. Mooch. I yeah. thought I remembered uh, hearing you talk about that. Yeah, I was on set for one or two days. I was just helping them get some B-roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. What was so that? I had my camera and a tripod, and I was yeah. just running around mm-hmm. trying to grab us whatever I could get and then just hand over their the, the memory card mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> when do I get to be in front of the camera? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Hopefully, yeah, I'll be getting... Uh, him down here at some point too um yeah i'm just trying to get as many people as i can uh people that i know and then eventually people that i don't know um as hopefully the podcast builds up a good reputation you know um let's see so okay here's a good question i think why acting like what is it that you what is it about acting that just gets you going and turns your gears I think at first it was the um, the glamour mm. of sure. what you see mm-hmm. in Hollywood mm-hmm. um, saying I want to do that I want to be on TV I want to yeah. be on films and, and I want to be cool and I want to do that I want to do what those guys are doing mm-hmm. I can do that Yeah. and then you get into it and then you realize it's not easy mm-hmm so that's that. That's what it was for me, mm-hmm. and when I started to study and learn the method and Meisner technique, mm-hmm. and, um, improv, then I began to fall in love with different aspects okay. of, or all the other aspects that <laughs> that entail acting. Sure. And I was lucky in that sense because a lot of people, you know, they want to be, you know, like uh, Tom Cruise or Vin mm-hmm. Diesel or, you know, The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they realize it's it's hard and then they quit. Uh-huh. But for me, I was lucky enough that I, 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 wa- I wanted to do it so badly mm-hmm. that I... And, and then I also realized that I really liked storytelling. Mm-hmm. And um, I just began to work hard mm-hmm. and listen to my teachers mm-hmm. and um, do my homework mm-hmm. and try to get cast on independent films. And uh, I, when I got to work, mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved being on set. I think I love the aspect... Like once once you get on set and you realize what it takes to to do a movie mm. or a short or or even a TV commercial, mm-hmm. it entails an army of people yeah. collaborating mm-hmm. together to mm-hmm. make it happen, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I've always been a team player. I've always been uh, an athlete nice. since I was a kid. I love sports. I've always oh. been a good a good uh, teammate, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was back. It was like being back in a team. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're working hard, and sure. and uh, you, the, everyone everyone has a, a job mm-hmm. and a purpose, but the the end result 
is, you know, what's going to be put out on on the screen mm-hmm. and what everyone's going to see. Right. And um, there's a pride aspect mm. that you were part of that. Right. In one way or another. Mm-hmm. And that's why I PA sometimes mm-hmm. uh, if, I, if, I, if there's a production that comes to town and uh, I don't get cast. Mm-hmm. I would do PA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done uh, craft services. Hmm. I'll hold a boom for someone. Sure. You know, I have I have sound. I'll, I'll offer. I'll even offer um, to do it for free mm-hmm. you know, if if they don't they can't afford it. Yeah. So just just being involved in it, it's it's thrilling to me. Yeah. And I I love it. And uh, of yeah. course, for me, being in front of the camera is the best part mm. for me. Okay. Uh, but if I can't, then mm-hmm. I'll do that. But uh, I will—I'll say I'll never. I, my my, I will, I will never be like a PA f- for as a career. Okay, or sure. I'll never be a, a, a sound guy. Mm-hmm. That's not my—that's not my career goal. Right. That's not the path I want to take. Mm-hmm. I do it because I like being involved in it, mm-hmm. and I like being a, you know, in on a set. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also a great way to network and, and meet other people that Absolutely. can help you down mm. the road. Because that's really the name of the game, right? Networking. So you know. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, there's there's a lot, a lot of different reasons why I do what I do. And, mm. and uh, yeah, and, and, and I, w- I guess I'm just uh, one of the lucky people that, that uh, end up loving acting. Mm. Some people... Know they want to be an actor mm. because they've gone, they've done theater since they were kids, sure. and they've been told that they're good at it, mm-hmm. and it's easy for them, mm. and they just do it, mm-hmm. and they're good. They're good, at, you know. Uh, some some people really have to work at it, mm-hmm. uh, and and then what you see on on the screen is it's good work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love to put all the work in yeah. and, and then uh, see where I'm at mm. and, and grow. Mm-hmm. grow. I think the more I do what I do, the better I am getting. Mm. So that's my, my goal, to just get better and better and better. Right on. Yeah, you seem very grounded and uh, humble. Um, like it, I haven't encountered it myself yet, I don't think, you know, in, in my circle of influence. Um, but I, I do know some people can get very full of themselves and feel like if it weren't for them, then the whole production would be crap, you know. Um, whereas it doesn't, your experience and my experience is it doesn't necessarily come down to one person. Maybe one person can affect the outcome, but it's really the sum of the parts. Well, actually, the sum is even greater than the parts. Right. I, I don't think there's anyone that's perfect. Yeah. So There's a lot of people who think f- they are. For me to <laughs> go into a set and say, hey, you know, this production is better because I'm here. Mm. I think I can have a good day and then I can have a bad day. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, any, I mean, anybody can have a bad day. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that I don't, I don't think that that for me that that's the right attitude to yeah. have. Mm-hmm. I think it's better to work as a team. Yeah. And that. Uh, Try to make something that is is good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
That's cool. that's my philosophy. Yeah, right on. <laughs> uh, in your experience, what's been the key to having a good set? You know, like when you're filming and stuff. Like, what's what's the one thing, if there is one thing? I think that if you are working with people that you like to work with, mm-hmm. then it's much easier on a day-to-day. Sure. Sometimes uh, working on sets, uh, when you're making a, a, a movie, mm-hmm. like a feature film, even, sh- even short films, mm. it takes weeks. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to get along with the people that you're working with. Right. And, and I think having good etiquette and mm. being respectful mm-hmm. and uh, professional, mm. I think all that goes a long way. Mm. So those those are the kind of sets that are usually the the best. Okay. Because uh, everyone just clicks and everyone's there uh, to work hard mm-hmm. and make make a good movie as best as they can and, mm-hmm. and be proud that you were a part of that. Yeah. And then you encounter some people in other sets uh, that have an ego mm. and they feel threatened. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, you know, talking about anyone, sure. at any level. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, th- those, those kind of sets, you know, uh, they're more challenging mm-hmm. to work with, but, you know, uh, I'd, I'd work on any set, um, uh, no matter, no matter, uh, what the circumstances are, just could, what, no matter I'm sorry what, no matter what the circumstances are mm-hmm. uh, because I just love being on a set and, yeah. and creating mm-hmm. yeah but huh. it's much better when everyone is is professional yeah of course yeah that's something I keep hearing too and just seeing come up is um, just be kind you know um, like that's the key to um, photography. Um, being kind to your subjects and other people in the community and then on a film set. Because, yeah, you're basically signing up if you're on the crew or the cast to hang out with these people for potentially a long period of time. Yeah. And if you can't get along... <laughs> you got to be mindful of other people. Mm, sure, sure. I think, I think that's big. Sometimes uh, everyone gets caught up in their, uh, you know, their job and what mm. their uh, goal is. Right. And they forget to be mindful of other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know it, it happens. Mm. You know, it happens to the best mm-hmm. of, of, of course people. We're so all human. We're all human. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you if if you, but if you catch yourself uh, a lot, then you're doing a good job. Yeah. So. Right on. Um, so I don't believe I I let this uh, go past me. The the film you're working on, photography was. I'm sorry. What was it called again? Public art. Public art. You wrote it? No. Oh, you co-wrote it? Uh, no, no, your friend, Greg, wrote it. The director. Okay. Yes, he wrote it, Greg. Yes. Greg, okay, okay. So he wrote it, and you're friends with him. He's like, yes. hey, be in my movie. Pretty much. Okay. Well, I worked with him in the past. I did a um, short film called Bridget. Oh, Bridget. Okay. And he cast me and uh, another actor called John Huser. Oh, yeah, I know John. Who's a few, yeah, he's a friend of mine mm-hmm. as well. And... Um, we just stayed in touch after that movie, and he wrote this feature film, which he always wanted to do a feature film. And mm-hmm. he approached me and said, hey, I think you'd be good for this part. Mm. And, um, yeah, didn't have to audition, mm-hmm. just, which was 
great because yeah. I hate auditioning. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I felt very lucky to to be able to to do that to just be able to uh, get hired. Yeah. That way, and, and you know, I'm not making any money on this. Uh, oh sure. Know, this is a, all uh, labor of love. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And um, my friend Greg, who's directing the movie, he's written a few books. Wow. Uh, he likes to write. Mm-hmm. He's he's written a book on. He's very technical. Mm. Uh, so he wrote a book on editing. Oh, nice. Who he sold a thousand copies of already, and he's very happy about that. Yeah. And um, he's now writing a book about sound. Okay. And he wants to uh, write a book about uh, some other subjects in mm-hmm. photography and filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And he has a small uh, film school that he runs. Okay. No just takes one or two students at a time. Okay. And uh, he's 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 great to work with. Awesome. You know? Yeah, he's very lucky to uh, have met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Very humble person too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, what's your take on the island filmmaking community? I think that there's a lot of talent mm. here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I wish we made more mm. content. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that want to make content, but mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, it's hard for them because, uh, of course, filmmaking is not easy. Yeah, uh, um, it's hard to make a movie by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and and then once you once you have a script, if you ha- if you even have a script, mm-hmm. um, you gotta get. You gotta have a plan. How you? Mm. How are you gonna? You, you got. There's so many different aspects mm-hmm. of, of what it takes to make a movie. Locations, mm-hmm. and people, and equipment, yeah. and actors, and uh, how are you gonna get all the actors to work for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your budget? Mm-hmm. You, no budget at all. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So um, the fact that. Someone gets to make a movie. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's a, yeah, miracle. Because it, <laughs> yeah, because there's so many things that can stop you in your tracks mm-hmm. at any level. Sure. Independent level, even all the way up to um, you know Hollywood studios and mm-hmm. all, all, all all the way up to that level. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's different people that get involved, and uh, if one of them drops out, mm-hmm. then your movie doesn't get made. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to go somewhere else and mm. try to figure out someone else to uh, fill in those shoes. Has that happened frequently in your experience? Um, well, I am not in the... Oh, sorry about that. That's, <laughs> That's my right. phone. No problem. Do you have to take it? No. Okay. No problem if you do. Um... I forgot what I was saying. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Have you had the experience of, like, frequently or occasionally maybe of being part of a project, one person drops out, and then that stalls production? Yeah, I, I haven't uh, produced too many things okay. where I've been in those shoes. Mm-hmm. I have seen it. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I was... I, I was I auditioned for a movie uh, recently... Uh, uh, what was the name of it? They were calling it North Shore. Okay. 
Uh, I'm not going to say the name, but... Uh, I think I heard of that, too. Yeah, there were some uh, Hollywood names involved, and I, oh. I auditioned for a role. I mm-hmm. didn't get called back. Mm. But um, the studio that was going to produce the movie, and mm. I think one of the actors mm. dropped out. Uh. They didn't like something. I mm. think the script might have been rewritten, and they mm. were not on board. Mm-hmm. So they lost... Um, their leading actor, and then the studio dropped it, and mm. and then the movie dissolved. Yeah. And they were a few weeks away from beginning production. Oh, jeez. So uh, mm. that's an example of what can happen. Sure. And, and that happens all the time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard recently about the um, auditions that were supposed to happen last weekend or something called, um, for called Triple Frontier with Tom Hardy and um, Channing Tatum, I think? Yeah. Yeah, and apparently they didn't like it, and so the whole thing just bleh. Yeah, that's an example. Yeah. Perfect example. A lot of disappointed folks who were going to audition. <laughs> yeah, and then you go to the uh, independent film level, mm-hmm. and um, you need equipment, and you might have a great idea, and right. you want to direct your movie, uh-huh. but you don't have the money to pay for the equipment. Yeah. And uh, you can't, yeah. And and, if, and then if you do have the money to get the equipment, mm-hmm. you might not have the money to pay actors mm. or pay a crew. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to find someone mm-hmm. to be with you whenever you need them at whatever time it is that you need to shoot mm-hmm. to be there to help you make the movie? It's mm. it's it's a lot of a lot of movies don't get made. Yeah. There's a lot of ideas floating, I'm sure, that don't don't ever get made. You think maybe um, sometimes they come up with ideas that might be too big? Sometimes. Like high, what is it? That's I why that. I went small. I went, I went, right. Oh, right. I, I did my, my, my two minute scene. I Eggs. went, I went mm-hmm. uh, high production value, mm-hmm. short time to sh- produce it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's why I did it that way. Like yeah. high concept, low execution. Yes. That's what I've heard. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And you, and you can make a lot of those. Mm-hmm. It's easier to make a lot of those than it is to make one big one. Right. Right. And that's that's another thing I've I've been seeing recently is the key is if you want to get noticed, you have to like just make content, just be part of like as as many things as you can. And if you can't, if there's nothing to be a part of, do what you did, just up and make your own. Yeah. Have you thought about making anything else on your own? I want to. Yeah? I want to. I think when I finish um, working on this film... Public art? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna try and do more of that. I am going to be traveling to Los Angeles okay. in June. Nice. And uh, I'm going to meet a friend of mine who's a producer who mm. just told me that he is getting ready to make a movie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he told me he wants me to be involved. Nice. I, I'm not sure at what level mm-hmm. or in what, mm-hmm. but uh, he's a very good friend of mine, and awesome. uh, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Um, but depending on on how that goes, and when I come back, I, I want to make. I mean, I can't stand still because mm-hmm. if you stand still, you just let time uh, pass you by. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not doing yourself a favor. If you if this is what you want to do, if you want to be involved in, in filmmaking, you have to 
be involved in filmmaking. Mm -hmm. So if you're not working and getting paid for it, you should be somehow doing something that's helping you move forward mm -hmm. in your career. Sure. So Yeah. Who would you say are your um, biggest influences? Biggest influences? Well, I, my father. Okay, yeah. He's probably one of my biggest influences. Sure. Um, he's taught me a lot. Uh, not about entertainment. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's a good businessman. Ah. And um, you know, even though he's a, he's a, he was an artist and a dancer, he owned his own production company. Nice. And just watching him work, mm -hmm. uh, I've learned a lot okay. from him. Um, I worked with him for a few years. Nice. Which was invaluable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's, that's why um, we were talking about being in school before, how right. different it is from being in the real world. Right. The, the, the real world experience, mm. it's, you can't beat that. Totally. So um, get out there and work, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as far as uh, uh, actors, mm -hmm. I, I look up to uh, Dwayne Johnson a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I follow him on social media. Sure. And uh, I actually got to work with him. I was a stand-in. No, uh, for him? No, not for him, <laughs> because I am I'm five seven, and he's like six ten. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that'd be amazing. <laughs> he did a, he did he did a show uh, called Rock the Troops. Yeah, yeah. Here and uh, I was lucky enough to. Uh, work on on the set of that as That's a, awesome. a stand-in okay uh, but not for kevin hart because then he'd be too tall no i was actually perfect <laughs> for, for kevin hart oh okay okay but someone else stood in for him <laughs> yeah That's uh, awesome. yeah I, I forgot who it was i mean i was standing in for a few artists okay uh during the rehearsal process mm -hmm. and um cool. he got to uh rehearse mm -hmm. uh and i was on, on stage with him with we, we did some improvisation stuff nice but I look, I look up to him because he's a hard worker. Yeah. He, he, he goes to the gym mm -hmm. every day almost, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And because uh, he's got to maintain himself. And yeah. that's his, that's he markets. Mm -hmm. But then he's got so many other things that he is involved in. And mm -hmm. He is just nonstop. Yeah. He's got seven, seven bucks productions and he's got mm -hmm. uh, Garcia companies and he's got... Um, yeah, all I, his movies, he does like movies back to back to back to yeah, back. For real, I mean, uh, he's he, a machine. He is very hard <laughs> oh, work. He should and, be the next Terminator. And that's no. that. I look, I look at him and I say, you know, that's what I I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. I need to be just working my ass off. There you go. Excuse me. Yeah, that's friends. fine. Uh, I really need to do that. That's mm -hmm. that's how you get ahead. You know, it's nonstop and always work on yourself mm -hmm. and work on yourself and work on yourself and 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 help create and uh, be creative and, and, and think of different things you can do mm -hmm. to, to build things and, and, and help yourself move forward mm -hmm. in, in your career. Yeah. So that's why I, I don't like to stand still. So if I'm, if, the least I'm going to do if, if I'm not in a class or taking a workshop mm -hmm. is I'm going to be reading. Mm. Uh, so at least, you know, doing something. Yeah. That's going to help you. I think that's very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what kind of movies do you like to watch? 
Do you find that you can still watch movies, or since you're in it, like do you? I watch them differently now. Uh, okay. I'm looking constantly because I am a student. I am constantly learning from the actors. Sure. Because they're doing it right. They're yeah. out there doing it, and and uh, I'm I'm constantly trying to put myself in their shoes, like right. how they got to that yeah. point and mm-hmm. what it was like to be on that set mm-hmm. with everyone watching you and the lights on you and how the camera was and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, that just trying to learn mm-hmm. while you watch. Yeah. So um, I, I still enjoy those stories and yeah. I still enjoy uh-huh. watching them. Okay. Uh, I just have a different mindset now. Sure, sure, sure. What's the last movie you saw in a theater? Uh, last movie, I, or do you the, get out to? Well, I saw a few movies because I just I I went to Miami. Okay. And I saw quite a few movies on the airplane. Oh, okay. I saw Moonlight. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I very hear it's good. amazing. It's very good. And Lion was very good. Oh, I think I've just heard of that. I saw a Facebook ad or something. Yeah, good movie. Okay. Very good movie. And uh, I was actually watching the other day, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Okay, yeah. Because I want to go see Volume 2, which it's is out. <laughs> fantastic. My wife and I just saw it yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. I, had, I hadn't seen the first part. Okay. So What do you think? Um, I think it's uh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I, you know, I was never a comic book reader. Okay. I growing, and I, and I, and I, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm sorry. Just, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's such a different set of characters. Yeah, that yeah. I'm used to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's very odd to see like a raccoon and yeah. a tree. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know <laughs> this human, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and then all these other um, uh, Marvel characters like the the Kree, yeah. which which I recently uh, started reading about because uh, oh. Inhumans is shooting mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and uh, they play a big part right. in, in that production. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful universe Marvel has. Mm. Uh, Stan Lee's an incredible person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I actually enjoyed watching mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume sure. 1. Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't making fun. It's no, just, no, not at all. Yeah. Every, you know, in, in my <laughs> social group, people who've seen it are like, yeah, it's great, it's awesome, whatever. And, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, yeah. no, not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, the second one, I think you will enjoy, especially the way you're describing your relationship with your father. Are you, are you too close? Have a we, good bond? We talk. He lives in Mexico. Okay. He's right. He's. Um, Retired from uh, show production. Sure. And now he's uh, producing uh, tours. Oh, neat. So he's in Mexico. Uh, pr- he, he owns that tour company. Okay. And he makes, he creates tours. Okay. And uh, I talk to him uh, like once every couple of weeks. Sure, okay. Yeah. 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 Try, try but, to stay in touch. Yeah. There's, there's a real good um, father-son dynamic in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because you find out who Peter Quill's father is. And um, then, like, from that, it, it just talks about um, the themes of, of what family really is. And uh, it was actually a bit emotional, I've got to admit. Sure. Uh, it kind of caught me by surprise. Yeah. Well, so. the beginning of the movie is very emotional, though. Volume 1. Oh, my God, with yes. His, with his mom. Yes. And, and then I loved how um, 
he's got this tape recorder mm-hmm. and uh and it's got this great music oh yeah and and, mm-hmm. and i i love music mm. I love music um i love how that they play these different songs and mm-hmm. yeah the the budget that these movies have oh, is incredible because <laughs> yeah. those those royalties you have to pay for each one of those songs oh are, yeah they're not cheap, so I mean, I can probably make a movie just with a royalty yeah. of what it costs to play one of those uh, songs mm, in a movie. Exactly, but yeah, you definitely should see the second one in a theater if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's the plan. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, shoot, what was I gonna say? I forgot. I well, I'll it tell down. you uh, since we're talking about music. Yeah, and I, we talked about me always being an entertainer. Uh, when I was in my teens, uh-huh. I I was a. Uh, uh, I was friends with uh, some guys that uh, love music as well, mm-hmm. and they bought turntables and a mixer. Ah. And uh, I would go over to their house uh-huh. and, you know, play around with the records okay. and scratch. And, nice. And uh, DJ Marcelo. Learn about, you know, all the rap uh, artists mm-hmm. at the time. Nice. And uh, eventually, I bought my own turntables, and I eventually, I my, the entrepreneur in me, uh-huh. you know, tried to figure out how can I make money with this. Mm. So I became a wedding DJ. Okay, <laughs> I played in some nightclubs right on uh, in Miami, uh-huh. and I also did, uh, you know. Holiday parties, company uh-huh. functions, sure, whatever sure. I could. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I loved it. I, I, I learned how to do all the tricks and turntables and okay. uh, really enjoyed that. I did that for a long time. Were you and able to like spin the disc between your fingers and then like, boom, hit it on the thing and the needle I goes on did and like, all that. bam. Did all that. Nice. Yeah. I could That's sh- awesome. I could scratch behind my back. No way. Yeah. That's cool. I love, I love, I mean, I still have two turntables at home. I, I don't. I don't DJ anymore. Like legit turntables where you put records on them or the digital kind? Techniques 1200s. Uh, I don't know what that is. Vinyl. <laughs> they're the, okay, yeah. They're the best turntables ever made. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, shoot. You should pull that out sometime and <laughs> make a video about that. You know? <laughs> Throw that online. The I've, DJ. I've always wanted to do a... Public uh, music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a, a movie where I, I'm a DJ. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I thought that would be good. Did you ever see High Fidelity? No. Oh, my God. You should see High Fidelity. It's fantastic. Uh, it was back in late 90s, early 1000s. I forget. Starting John Cusack. Okay. Uh, Jack Black's first uh, breakout role, I think. Uh, and a few other people. Um, not to dismiss them. I just don't remember them. <laughs> but it's really good because like, it's, well, it's all about music. Um, John Cusack, like... In his earlier life of this character, he's a DJ and stuff. That has got me thinking about that. And, and you love music, and there's a lot of good music in High Fidelity. So, yeah, I think Check music plays an integral part in movies mm. uh, because uh, the m- music makes you feel. Mm-hmm. It changes your mood absolutely, and uh, that's an aspect of uh, human behavior that has always interested me. Mm. Like wow, you know, I played this. You, you know, not that I played, but mm-hmm. I did. I, I did experience it as a DJ because sure. I would be in control. And oh, you're, would, you're making art out of other people's art. You, you are kind of curating, yeah. You know, kind of creating. You know, it's an art form, absolutely. And and uh, you are creating an atmosphere, mm-hmm. 
and you are making people feel. Yeah. And, you know, creating a, a, a mood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of intoxicating. I think that's why mm-hmm. I did it a lot because you, you lo- I love that aspect of, mm-hmm. of uh, music. Yeah. And how, how you controlled it. And mm-hmm. then you see it on, on, on film. Mm-hmm. You know, it, if you want to create a certain mood, you mm. put a certain type of song. Exactly. And uh, I, I, I just think it's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, do, outside of DJing, do you play any instruments or anything? I started playing the drums. Nice. Yeah. Like recently? Uh, about two years ago. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Was so something to keep up or just every now and then? Every now and then. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I always wanted to play the drums. Yeah. Mm, excuse me. Um, wow, cool. Uh, sing? Do you sing? I am a terrible singer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if I could sing, I'd, I'd be doing more uh, musicals in the sure. theater. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't sing. I can dance. Oh, okay. I can dance. Yeah? yeah sure. Like what, what kind of dancing? Uh, Pole dancing? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tap dancing or like that kind of, or uh, jazz tanning, dancing? Tanning. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Magic Marcelo. <laughs> Um, I I like to uh, dance uh, Latin music. Okay, like salsa, merengue. Ooh, yeah, I like yeah. to um, dance hip hop. Mm-hmm. I like I love to go to nightclubs and do you know nice. club, club dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really got into flamenco. Okay, uh, I did watch my parents mm. dance uh, when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching them dance on stage. Sure, uh, but I think. My life was meant to go in a different direction. Of course, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. my parents' friends would ask me, mm. are you going to grow up and be a dancer like your parents? Mm. And uh, I, I said, no, I'm not going to grow up to be a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't interest me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's, in, it's in my genes. I, I'm I, sure. I can, I can ballroom dance. Okay, uh, you got rhythm. I got rhythm. You have to. I, to be a DJ, a dancer. I, I, I got that. Yeah. yeah. So Nice. Yeah. I love to watch Michael Jackson when I was Oh, up. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everyone copies him. And mm. I forgot who... Uh, I know Michael Jackson was influenced by um, someone else. Mm. I mean, he, he was influenced by many people, like mm-hmm. uh, James Brown. And there was another gentleman that in a movie... Where you can see a lot of his moves uh, that Michael Jackson had in his uh, Billie Jean oh. uh, performances. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Huh. But uh, he was doing a lot of that stuff that Michael Jackson did uh, in a movie. He was acting it out. Huh. And uh, yeah, I, I, sorry, I, can, I can't remember. But yeah, uh, it was like a big secret. I recently uh, became aware of it. But I, mm. I think Michael Jackson uh, is great, and, and mm. he was such a big influence mm. on me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I I was seven years old, and I my parents let me watch Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wore out the VHS. Nice. I, I watched it so many times. I learned how to dance, uh-huh. uh, the zombie uh-huh. dance on sure. that video. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I learned it to a T, and oh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So your, I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, your family, your family's friends were asking if you were going to carry on the family business. Did your parents have aspirations for you to do that? No, or? actually, no. Okay. Yeah, my father wanted me to uh, 
go to school and be a lawyer, a mm. doctor, or an engineer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then now, as an adult, you decided to pursue acting. What yes. was their response? Or did they were just like, you're old, you're grown, do your own thing? It's your typical response mm. from, uh, you know, parents. Oh, yeah. You're not gonna make any money. Mm-hmm. That's you know what? Are you, that's so hard. Yeah, and, um, yeah. It, it was al- always very um, kind of a negative because mm. uh, I guess because they know how hard it is. Sure. Yeah. You know, who, they would be able to know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not just like pulling out of their butts. They're like, we know what we're talking about, son. <laughs> but I think I think if you if you um, are driven. Mm. And you know what you want, mm-hmm. and you know how to, or you, <laughs> you think you know how to get it. But it, mm-hmm. you know, if you work hard enough, you'll figure out how how to work. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's a, it's a difficult industry, and mm-hmm. uh, it's not for everyone. But mm-hmm. uh, if you really want to succeed in it, the, you'll always find a way. Mm-hmm. And if, I think if you hang in there long enough, mm-hmm. something will happen. Right on. Yeah. So, how are you raising your kids then? Like to have them be able to choose their own destiny and path or is there something you kind of yeah pretty much yeah yeah i am nice kind of kind of uh i'm i'm how do i say this i am enabling them to discover what they like Mm, mm -hmm. and trying to have them figure out what they're good at Mm -hmm. and what they what they want to do i think that's the best way to explain Mm-hmm. Uh, the philosophy. I don't want to push anything on them. Sure, sure. And what do they think about dad being an actor? I think they're they're so young right now. They don't, okay. They don't really. Uh, they don't. They don't. They, I think they're they're excited. Okay. When they see me mm. on TV, mm. uh, they I, I teach them that everything they see on television is not real. Okay. Because there's so much bad stuff oh, yeah. for kids. Mm-hmm. They're not ready for it, mm. and if they do encounter it, mm-hmm. um, they have to know that it's not real. Okay. I remember when I was a kid growing up, I'd see stuff, mm-hmm. and it it would scare the yeah. heck out of me. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> and some kids got the wrong ideas. Mm-hmm. They thought that just because they could see it and somebody did it, mm-hmm. that you could do it in oh. real life. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people got in trouble mm. for that. So mm-hmm. I I am very very anal about <laughs> explaining to my children that mm-hmm. everything on TV is not real. Okay. Yeah. Make believe. Yeah. Just if you want to watch something that's real, turn mm. on the Discovery Channel. Okay. <laughs> and that's real. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. For you, um, kind of going off on a tangent here. What's what's it like raising a family in Hawaii? It's great. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's great for the kids. I mm. think it's a great place for the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have so many things we can play with. Yeah. We have the ocean. We have the mountains. Mm. We have parks. Mm-hmm. We have... Uh, uh, and then you have everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's things that you can do. They're free, right? There's, they're, And this is all free stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have, you know, um, there's soccer. If you want to put your kids in soccer mm-hmm. or... You know, my my youngest loves basketball. Nice. His first word was ball, <laughs> and he dribbles, and he's a pretty good little basketball player. Cool. And um, then my oldest, he likes uh, soccer, and he loves Minecraft. Oh okay. God, I can't get him off the, uh, <laughs> the iPad. Yeah. Um, 
But um, yeah, I, I think it's great. It's a great place uh, because the weather is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Kids stay active. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great sense of family in, in the culture and and. You can gather uh, mm. year round mm-hmm. with people, and you can let the kids play, and mm. it's wholesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, adults can be with the adults; the kids can be with the kids. Mm. Um, you can meet at the beach. You can meet at someone's house. You mm. can do a party at a park. Um, you know, you know, you just go to the beach, set up a tent, mm-hmm. put a you know a ten by ten. Sure. Take out your barbecue, yep. and you know, <laughs> just have a day. Yeah. At the beach, you know. Grab your surfboards, go mm-hmm. surf. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. When you were going up in Miami, did you ever have any inkling that you would end up in a place like this? Not until I came here. Okay. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, done. <laughs> go back home, get my stuff, and I'll be back. <laughs> I started surfing in Miami. Okay. And the surf in Florida sucks. Yeah. Just terrible. <laughs> I think I surfed like once every two months Oy. if I was lucky. Mm-hmm. And um, when I moved here, I saw. I mean, I I I would read about surfing in Hawaii because mm-hmm. I subscribed to the surfing magazines, mm. and every article was about pipeline mm-hmm. or Waimea or the North Shore. Mm-hmm. And um, all, then there were all these great articles about surfers and shapers. And mm. um, what's a shaper in, in this? Uh, hand makes a board. Oh, okay. They hand make boards. So neat. Um, yeah, you 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 would read about all these great legends that lived here mm-hmm. in Hawaii, and I just wanted to experience it. I wanted to mm. be here. And so when I came here, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, this is this is where I want to be. Mm. Um, and I I did it, and now uh, my life is taking me in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Where my priority is not to surf. Right. My priority is to, um, you know, um, my, my career. Right. Act. So um, in, in a year or less, mm-hmm. my family and I will be in L.A. And I'll be, I'll be trying to find, find work and, mm-hmm. and see where, how that goes. Yeah. And I hear the surfing is decent in California. Cold water. Oh. It's not something I like at all. Sure, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> but, but you know, it's better than no surf. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in California, and I didn't surf one day. Oh, okay. Because of the cold water? Because I hate or, cold water. Okay. I'm, I'm spoiled. I've always been in, <laughs> in warm water. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, you know, I, I might, you know, I have a wetsuit. I bought a, I bought, oh. I bought a wetsuit when I was living in California. Mm-hmm. It was very expensive mm-hmm. and top of the line because <laughs> I wanted something that I would be comfortable in. Of course. And uh, I never used it. <laughs> so I, I guess if I am moving back to mm-hmm. California, I will eventually use it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. We're at hour 15. Um, just curious. Um, what... And if this is too personal, just let me know. Um, like, what what role has religion or spirituality played in your life? That's a topic I'm interested in because I grew up in the Christian tradition, Protestant. And so, repeat the question again. Sorry. Like, what what role has spirituality, religion, faith, whatever, um, played in your life, if any? Religion. Hmm. Okay. Well, 
I was raised a, a Roman Catholic. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when I grew up and uh, was able to think about things and reflect on things, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think, honestly, I, 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 there's so many different religions. Mm-hmm. How can you say one is better than the other? Right. Uh, so, um, I think that, I hope that there's mm-hmm. a God. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't, I know that there's miracles, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that happen, mm-hmm. but, um, um, I don't, I don't think that, uh, you can say that one religion is better than another. Okay. Uh, I think that, uh, everyone is entitled to believe in whatever they want to believe in. Sure. And yeah. they're all good. Mm-hmm. They all tell you to do good things. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, that's good. That's good. I, mean, I know in the past, uh, governments have used religion to control people. Right. Uh, which is uh, that's very handy. <laughs> yeah. For them, to be, for them to be able to do that. Bullshit for the people. Yeah. That they're being controlled. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, um, you know, uh, I think, I think it's good that people have positive things Mm. to follow. Mm -hmm. And I think humans, I think that's what separates us from animals, right? Mm. That, That we have this conscience of. And we need, if not, we, we would just be like, like any other animal, right? Mm-hmm. We would just be savages. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's good that we have things that, that help us, guide us in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think if, if whatever you believe in, mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think, I think it's positive. Oh, yeah. And it makes you a better person. Right on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I don't have a preference. No, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was raised... Roman Catholic, but mm-hmm. uh, now today I'm 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 just an open-minded person. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I grew up um, Protestant mm-hmm. um, in the Southeast U.S. and um, over the years, starting about high school or so, started to really question. Like my senior year of high school, started to question things, and have just been on a very interesting journey ever since then. Happens and, a lot. Uh, yeah. Sorry, it happens a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also uh, arriving at a similar place, more open-minded um to things and yeah okay cool just curious um that's that's uh, that's always an interesting subject i think um let's uh, not talk about politics no i'm okay (laughs) with that too i mean i think i I think we're both on even though we're on different sides of the table physically i think we're on the same side of the table (laughs) ideologically i think um yeah um okay i don't Really have anything else? Is there anything else you want to talk about, or you you feel good? Well, uh, uh, how about you? You have a family. I do, and yeah, a, a little one. Yeah, a little one. What what is what is your goal? The your your, your goal. Um, you're doing this podcast. Uh, you, mm-hmm. What is your your ultimate goal? Where do you want to? Where do you see yourself after you uh, finish school? And I hope to be able to create and tell stories for a living, to be able to support my family with that. What, in what medium? Um, as many as possible, <laughs> I think. Okay. But primarily, um, I like the podcast format because that's relatively easy. Um, like, I'm not really going to edit this down, you know, this, the, any of these conversations. 
uh, just add intros, outros to them, and then you know the work of putting them up on the internet. But that's not too difficult. Um, so figuring out that process to be able to tell these stories, you know, to to open up to people such as yourself to get your stories out, because um, that's that's one thing I've I learned when I was in therapy a few years ago is the value of story, and how it helps you it helps you feel connected to other people. Like there could be a story that resonates with you, like you think. Oh man, I'm such a terrible person because I like to eat all the chocolate cakes all the time and then end up feeling sorry for myself and then eat more chocolate cakes. And then you find out, no, there's all these other people that eat chocolate cakes too. And then here's the way they got out of it. It's like, oh my gosh, okay, that's great. Um, just one example. I don't know why I thought of chocolate cake. Um, but yeah, uh, and so being able to, to provide a platform for other people to share their stories and then I can, you know, relate from my own personal story um, and, and help add to it. Again, it's a collaborative thing, you know? <clears throat> and so that's, that's kind of the, one of the, the first more prominent steps I've taken recently. Um, and then also I do enjoy filmmaking. I've always, I'm, more, I'm visually oriented. Um, very like, I've got to see it. Um, like even with learning, like uh, in order to learn something, I do better when I can see it happening in front of me and then maybe I can do it hands on as opposed to just learning a theory. And it's all like word problems. Uh, I oftentimes have difficulty wrapping my mind around that. Um, so yeah, I've loved movies since I was a kid. Um, first time I got a, a camcorder, started making movies with that. And then, um, going off to college first time. Uh, ran into like-minded people and we made some like really goofy stuff mm. back in the day, but had tons of fun. Um, and so now I have this opportunity since I got out of the Navy to um, go back to school and they're paying for it. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to do it and um, be able to be in a, an environment. I, I count myself very lucky, very fortunate, very blessed um, to be in the position I'm in because it's, it's a situation where you're surrounded by professionals students and everyone's just trying their best um well the teachers are leading the way of course um but everyone else is just trying their best and there's there's no judgment you know like your army training thing it's a safe space where you can make mistakes and make really stupid big mistakes without large consequences um and so i'm, I'm really appreciative of that and hope to be able to start putting out more video content soon and um yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good luck with all that. Thanks. Yeah. That's yeah. just a couple of things I'd like to do. If I got into all of it, then it would take a long time. But <laughs> yeah. thanks for your service. Oh, yeah. No, thanks yeah. for your support, I guess. Yeah. I always feel weird when people say that. But well, yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's, what's interesting is in this industry, hmm. I've met a lot of veterans. Oh, yeah. And they're very good actors. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think. Once you uh, go out to uh, war, mm -hmm. when you come back, mm. uh, being in front of the camera is such a small thing yeah. that, uh, you know, it doesn't make you nervous. Mm -hmm. So they're good actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, just to put it out there, I never went to war. <laughs> As a sailor, never even yeah. set foot on a ship. I got super lucky. Um, but uh, yeah. For That's okay. Uh, yeah, but I met a lot of people because it was a joint command, a mm -hmm. lot of soldiers, uh, Marines, um, airmen, and sailors who have been in terrible situations, sure. just unimaginable um, stuff that they've seen and participated in. And um, 
you know, just all because of because war is hell. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm I'm so glad I never did have to. I was willing to, but I I don't know why. Just my my card came up, didn't have to. Yeah. So. Um, Sometimes it happens that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I guess. That's it. Thank you for coming. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Sure. You're guest number three, and three is the magic number. So, <laughs> um, Three is a charm. There it is. <laughs> All right. Cool. I guess that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Cutting It Close with Cliff Bailey is a Phazon Media production. Check us out at phazonmedia.com slash cutting. Again, you can follow Marcelo on Instagram and Twitter at Marcelo the Actor, M-A-R-C-E-L-O-T-H-E-A-C-T-O-R. Look for his new feature coming out later this year, Public Art, and uh, in other projects that he's in, because he's in a lot of indie projects. You can follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at Cutting Close Pod, SoundCloud.com slash Cutting It Close, YouTube, look for Cutting It Close with Cliff Bailey, and Facebook, Cutting It Close with Cliff Bailey. All music is licensed and downloaded from audioblocks.com. And do please consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash cutting it close. Every dollar counts towards another minute of airtime. That's not accurate, an accurate comparison, but, you know, it's, it's similar. And, um, you know, we can bring you more interviews, more stories to be told, yada, yada, fun stuff, good stuff, uh, support local artists and such. And uh, then get your insider perks and behind-the-scenes looks at uh, the podcast. Alrighty, that's all I've got. Thank you so much for listening. Like, share, subscribe if you're so inclined. And enjoy the rest of your time on this earth. Yeah.